0: Last Sunday, we began a new liturgical year and a new season in the church, the season of Advent. And Advent simply means a four-week period of preparation for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ at Christmas, or if you like, a period of preparation and waiting in hope for the coming of Christ. Uh, two days ago, someone called me to wish me Merry Christmas. It was only then it dawned on me that Christmas was just by the corner. And I'm also guessing that uh, a good number of us have started, you know, Christmas decoration, decorating inside and outside of our homes, and of course, many must have also bought a Christmas present and of course wrapped them, waiting or preparing to send them out to friends and family members. And perhaps we have also started playing Christmas music in our cars and in our homes. Fine and good, these are all wonderful ways to celebrate Christmas, but we must not de-emphasize or undermine the importance of Advent during this period. And so we must... Recognize the fact that Advent is all about, you know, preparation, preparing for the coming of Jesus. We cannot fully receive the baby Jesus at Christmas if we do not prepare ourselves during this period of Advent. In the same vein, we cannot attain success in life. We cannot attain victory or greatness if we are not interested in preparation. This is why our readings for today provide us with the steps we should take to enable us to prepare for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ at Christmas. The first reading is a message of hope and consolation from prophet Isaiah regarding the coming of the Messiah. The prophet comes to give courage to God's people who are in crisis, to strengthen them to carry on faithfully. With so many challenges in our world today, with so many family problems confronting us, the prophet Isaiah is assuring us comfort, is assuring us of God's peace, especially when God's glory is revealed. The gospel reading today, the church presents us with the figure of John the Baptist. John fulfills the prophecy given to us by Isaiah in the first reading by preparing the way for the coming of Christ, by preaching to the people to change their lives by confession of their sins, and by baptizing in the river Jordan all those who accepted the good message of Christ. Dear friends in Christ, like John the Baptist, we are all called to prepare a way for the baby Jesus to come into our hearts. We are meant to point to Jesus. We are meant to point people to Jesus and not to ourselves. Our attitude should point and bring people to Jesus rather than turning people away from Jesus. And the questions we should ask ourselves are, number one, Do I really point my children to Christ when I fail to bring them to church on Sunday, but rather take them to baseball games? Do I really point my children to Christ when I fail to support and to encourage them to receive the sacraments? Do I point people to Christ when I'm not proud and bold enough to profess my faith or to talk about Christ outside the church? I've heard people this festive period say, you know, happy holiday, and not say uh, instead of, uh, you know, Merry Christmas. Why? Because they don't want to do anything, they don't want to associate themselves with anything about Christ. And sadly enough, we also have Christians who go in this direction, you know, want to say happy holiday, and don't want to talk about you know, Merry Christmas. And of course, They want to enjoy the holiday, but they don't want to do anything, you know, they don't want to have anything to do with uh, Christ. But as Christians, as Catholics, we must be proud of our faith. We must recognize the fact that we have the duty to preach about Christ, you know, across the globe. So it is a responsibility that has been given to each and every one of us. And so we must emulate the the lifestyle of John the Baptist in bringing people to Christ and encouraging them to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and to receive the sacraments. John the Baptist, of course, went about baptizing all those who received his message, and he eventually baptized Jesus Christ when he came. This is also a challenge that is put before each and every one of us especially for those of us who are yet to be baptized. The question is, what is it that is depriving you from receiving that sacrament of baptism? What is it that is depriving you from partaking in the baptism of Jesus Christ? And of course... Baptism, we are told, uh, it is a gateway to every other sacrament. The sacrament of Holy Eucharist, the rest of the six sacraments. So you cannot receive baptism without receiving the rest of the six sacraments. And for those of us who have received baptism but are yet to receive the sacrament of uh, Confirmation, the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist, the sacrament of Matrimony, blessing your marriage, what is it that is uh, depriving you from receiving these sacraments? What is it that is depriving or stopping your children and grandchildren from partaking in the baptism of Jesus Christ? And of course, Father Craig, has. Uh, we have organized you know, next Saturday the, the reconciliation service to help us also participate in that sacrament of penance. It doesn't matter how long you last went to confession, It doesn't matter how much sins you may have committed. The Lord Jesus is always ready to receive us and to forgive us our sins. If only we can take that bold decision, if only we can take that uh, bold decision to return to him asking for forgiveness. Remember the story of the prodigal son who went and squandered his father's wealth. At the point in time, he thought to himself, I must return to my father to say, Father, I am sorry. And that is the type of attitude that Jesus wants from us. And when his father saw his son coming from a distance, he ran to embrace the son. So at each point in time, when we make that decision to reconcile ourselves back to God, you know, he, of course, embraces us and receives us back. So we are therefore reminded of the reconciliation service that will take place on Saturday at 7 p.m. We shall also be inviting some other priests from other parishes to come and help us in in that regard. St. Peter tells us in the second reading that the Lord is patient with us because he does not want anyone to perish, but that all should come to repentance. So the Lord wants you and I to repent and to have a new life in him. So all that today... We have listened to his voice. Do not harden your hearts.